So this one will be December seventh. December seventh. So is that 1941, like nineteen forty one? I know、uh, a day a that day will live、uh, that will live in infamy. In infamy. I think we need. How appropriate is hold this? Hold We're hold doing、on. a battle on Pearl Harbor Day. That's、yeah. perfect. Are we recording? Damn. Oh,、perfect. you're so great. <laughs> hey, well, welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast.、Uh, glad you could drop in on our conversation today. <laughs> We were just, we were just going through the calendar, trying to figure out, okay, where are we, and when does this, when does this air, and and、uh, it is like doing a radio show in terms of you know sitting here at the microphones and you sitting there listening, and、um, yeah. And we figured out it's December seventh. This is big. Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. That explains the bells ringing in the background. And the stockings and the Yuletide log burning. I'm thinking Pearl Harbor. I mean,、oh. Wait, what are we doing? What is he? <laughs> what bells are ringing? What is he talking about? Oh, stockings. I, <clears throat> I just、oh, yeah. like to make make something clear that、um, Craig's family is visiting.、Uh, his young granddaughters are in town, and、um, distraction might be. <laughs> Distraction of the very best kind. They yeah, are adorable. Hey, just spent the day at the mall. Pearl Harbor wasn't on my mind. <laughs> It was trying to keep the kids from getting in that long line to see Santa. That's right. That's right. And I haven't had my coffee yet. I'm midstream, so you know, I'm coming awake here. Here we go. So. By the end of this conversation, Stace is going to be amazing. I'll talk really fast, and so will I. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm carrying this one. I was breaking agreements about that this morning. You're not carrying it, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Speaking of agreements, we've been walking through just a number of conversations surrounding marriage, but with the the hope and the confidence that wherever you are in relationally, single, married, divorced, widowed. Um, this is all very relevant because we're dealing with people all the time, every day. So, hoping that this is、uh, proving to be a, a help and an encouragement to you. But I was serious. I was breaking agreements this morning,、um, and just in my, you know, it was just my time with God in the morning, and and I was going through what I normally do, which is the daily prayer. But found myself journaling a little bit on some episodes the last couple of days. People, no one in the current situation, <laughs> no, <laughs> no one, one in the room. Yeah, no, no oh, big sigh of relief. I think he was actually talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> But people driving me crazy and disappointing, frustrating, exasperating situations I have been in, and、uh, all of that stirs. In the not yet fully holy, not yet fully healed human soul, and just found found myself needing to pause this morning, put it down, pray about it, invite Jesus into it, and、um, which brings us to today's conversation.、Uh, as we've been talking about、um, marriage, what we've been kind of been doing is moving through some of the themes that Stacy and I. Address in love and war, which is the the new book that comes out in just two weeks, or I know it's just a a week, a week, yeah, yeah from wow, from now next, next week, week, next week on the fifteenth. 
so excited about this book. We really think it's going to bring a lot of healing. Anyway, brings us today to the topic of agreements and the enemy overall. Just right. Recognizing that your marriage has an enemy and it's not your spouse. Mm. Stacy just got up to turn down the lights. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bright in here. I'm starting it hot. Isn't it warm? <laughs> Oh, no, it's goodness. good that there was a, a, a pause at that because just to say, okay, there is an enemy. It isn't your spouse because sometimes it feels like they are the enemy. Uh, you know, if they would just yeah. get their act together, things would be mm-hmm. so much better when in fact, you know, you look in the mirror, there's another act that needs getting together. But there is there is an, an enemy that is opposed mm-hmm. to our marriages, having mm-hmm. life and love. Mm-hmm. And when we wake to that, Oh, mm-hmm. changes everything. Mm-hmm. Isn't anything that uh, was intended or designed by God to be such a source of joy and hope mm-hmm. and love and intimacy just kind of on the top of the enemy's list to attack and, yes. and to go after? Yeah, and marriage being so mm-hmm. important, so close to the heart of God, it's right in the crosshairs. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the obvious stuff is affairs, you know, divorce, violence, bad things, big big things. things. Right. But hang on, time out. That's actually not what what we're talking about Mm -hmm. for the most part. When things, I'm asking you to, when things get tense, rough, whatever, at home, does your first thought go to, oh, clearly the enemy is involved here? Sadly, no. You know, where where still my first thought goes is, I did something wrong. I think it must be me. When in fact, that isn't even the majority of the cases. So no, I don't go there first. What about you, Craig? Uh, Sadly, I go to, she did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking for someone to blame. Something that can be fixed. Yes, needs to be fixed. Yes. Yep. Right. I just wanted to point that out because mm-hmm. I know that's true for our listeners. That you know, when things are hard in relationship or disappointing, when someone misses you, you know, they say something that hurts, or they're not saying anything to you lately. Is your first analysis? some aspect of the enemy in here. You know, we don't, our first thought doesn't include the enemy. And that is such a naive and dangerous way to live. Um, I know that it, this is true for our listeners, that when things go bad, when, you know, somebody says something hurtful, somebody doesn't say anything at all, uh, you know, years of marriage counseling, couple after couple, and the category of what might Satan be doing in this, his minions, the kingdom of darkness, what role might they be playing in this? Mm-hmm. It, you know, you get, well, okay, so here's a whopper of a story. A couple years ago, I was counseling a married couple, and and this guy, um, the 15 years of a very disappointing marriage, and this guy tells me, I married the wrong woman. Hmm. And I said, well, uh, how do you know that? And he said, God told me. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm not cracking up in the moment. I'm thinking, what are you talking about? I, 
I said, really? When did that happen? And he said, oh, on my wedding night. He said, on my wedding night, it came to me uh, absolutely clearly. You made a mistake. You, you disobeyed me. You married the wrong woman. He made an agreement with that. Mm-hmm. And it defined the way mm. that he experienced his wife. Mm. It defined the way mm-hmm. he experienced all of the normal hardships, awkwardnesses, disappointments of a marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. And two years ago, they divorced. Mm. And the category, you know, I introduced the idea to him. This is before the divorce as it was coming. I said, did, did it occur to you that that thought did not come from God, mm-hmm. that that wasn't even your own, mm-hmm. you know, negative opinion, that that was from hell. Yeah. That was from the enemy. He looked at me like a frog looks at you. <laughs> you know, just that blank kind of vacant expression. Just nothing. Dear friends, mm-hmm. please, I mean, come on. The enemy is not the source of all your sorrows. The enemy is not the source of all the difficulty in your relationships. However, you can guarantee he's there ready to throw gas Mm -hmm. on the fire, Mm -hmm. right? Egg it on, put his spin, his interpretation on things Mm -hmm. within the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gosh, um, just this weekend – I got so convicted by God of um, of just what an unloving man I am and how somewhere over these last seasons I'd shifted. I'd made some agreement that uh, my needs and desires and, and hopes and dreams were the most important thing. And, um, you know, these agreements we make, John and Stacy, are just so subtle and, yes. And and seems so minor. But then you get smacked in the face somewhere down the road with, oh, my gosh, what's the source of this? And you realize somewhere it's probably been a year or two or I don't know how long. I just kind of gave way, made agreements about how about me in relationships? How about me in life and particularly in marriage? Mm-hmm. How about me? And uh, – um, just, just agreeing that I'm more important than Lori, and my needs are more important than hers. And in fact, she's kind of not cooperating much with me, and and just feeling the frustration, the paralysis, and and the making all those agreements brings. So, yeah, the fruit, knowing them by the fruit. Mm-hmm. But then you're they're right about the subtlety of them. Mm-hmm. Because you can live with them for so long and not know mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. They, they, it feels true, mm-hmm. seems to be true. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how it was for you, Craig, but you, you have to get with God. You mm-hmm. have to at least ask him the question. Mm-hmm. Break those agreements. Yeah, oh. am I making agreements? What yes. are they? And yes. then break them. That is not true. And when you see those agreements, they're so ugly. You wonder, how did I agree with that? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, it was appealing, attractive, and it made sense. Yeah. Okay. So we're teaching on this, this very subject uh, to a group of married couples. And I'm teaching along on, look, the enemy's there. Of course he wants to ruin love. Of course he wants mm-hmm. to ruin any relationship. Are you kidding me? Look at the garden. 
Right. You know, it's the very first thing that happens. You know, he comes in between them and ends up separating yes. them yes. and separating them from God. Yeah, right? by, by having her making agreement with him. Right. Just making mm-hmm. his spin. Oh, and then they start accusing each other, right? Mm-hmm. Adam mm-hmm. says, it's the woman that you gave me. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the source of this. And But um, I'm teaching along in this and I'm thinking, you know, I don't think so. Stace and I are pretty current in our marriage. We... We don't let the list get long. You know, uh, we talk about things that need to be talked about, and we're both doing our best to walk with God. But I was leading the group in in an exercise, and I said, I want you to pause, and I want you to listen, and I want you to ask Christ, what are the agreements that you have been making Mm -hmm. about your marriage Mm -hmm. in particular? What are the agreements that you have been making against your spouse? And I'm like, well, okay, they're doing the exercise. I might as well do it. So, <laughs> I was surprised at, bam, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, just immediately, boom. What I heard was, it's too much work. Hmm. Mm. And I thought, oh, dear Lord, how long have I been making that agreement? And, and what is the effect of making that agreement? Well, you, you you check out a little. You tone down. You don't offer as much. You don't engage as much. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, Jesus, forgive me for letting that come into our relationship. So these don't have to be whoppers, gang. I mean, mm-hmm. the agreements that you can be making, he, he never understands. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't really care. Right. He'll never change. You know, agreements like that. Or I'll never change. Or I'll never change. The hopelessness factor. Whenever that rears its head, that's a clue. We've peaked. This is as good as it gets. Mm. Don't expect much. Mm. Don't rock the boat, Mm. right? Settle for what you've got. Mm -hmm. Or then the more obvious and dangerous ones, you know, you'd be happier with someone else. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and then how that begins to work its way in and you let that or I married the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Right. That guy's agreement. I actually have met many people who have made that agreement. Mm-hmm. And and friends, do you see how this gets in? Yes, there's a real event. Maybe there's a shout. Maybe, you know, they forget your birthday. Maybe they totally mess up a situation that you were counting on, a family vacation, dealing with the kids, something. But what goes through your heart and your mind afterwards? Where do you go with that? Mm -hmm. And heads up to the enemy's right there Mm -hmm. egging on some Mm -hmm. kind of agreement Mm -hmm. against marriage, against your spouse or yourself against the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the scriptures about standing firm, you know, and I just kind of like say, do you have to break it just once? You recognize it. You say, that's not true. I break agreements with that. And then mm-hmm. tell yourself what is true. You oh. might have to do it again. And again. And again. I mean, if some of these are historic, mm-hmm. I mean, if these are rooted in old wounds, if these are rooted in the old parts of the story, oh, my goodness, you know, this is going to require some tenacity on your part. But the fruit is just hugely worth it. Yes. I think on the the ones that are coming, uh-huh. like the immediate ones, I think it is right then. And you can experience that, you know? Yes. Of, doggone it, there she goes again. Nope. Wait, wait. Hang on. Time out. I'm not giving way to that. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving place to that. 
And five minutes later, suddenly I have my joy back. Yes. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. But, man, if they're historic, oh, my goodness. Agreements you made on your honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Right? So, John, for most of us in our marriages, what we experience day in and day out is a range of emotions, either frustration, disappointment, joy, so on and so forth. Um, how do we know whether to explore something? Is this an agreement? Do our emotions tip us off here? I mean, are emotions kind of an idiot light on the dashboard that something's going on? I... Good question. Um, Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruit. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, if if I'm not experiencing love mm -hmm. and joy and peace and patience, kindness, gentleness, the fruits of the Holy Spirit anywhere in my life, mm -hmm. not just in my marriage, but right. if I suddenly find myself incredibly discouraged, if I find myself giving way to resignation, mm -hmm. oh, you know, pardon the expression, but F it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I find myself suddenly angry or whatever, you know, that doesn't feel like Jesus. <laughs> yes, you explore that. Time out. Hang on. What's going on What's here? What's that about? Jesus, what is going mm -hmm. on here? Come, come and show me. Mm -hmm. That's good. And I think what would be really, 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 really huge, friends, in the next couple of days, pause and ask Jesus, Lord, what are the agreements mm -hmm. that I've been making against my marriage mm -hmm. or about my marriage, mm -hmm. about love, about intimacy, about sex? Lord, show me the agreements that I'm making. And then as God reveals that to you, break them, yes. meaning I reject this. I break the agreement I've been making with this. It's important that you do it out loud. I reject this. Um, no, it's not too much work. No, you know, I reject the agreement that things will never change. I reject that. God is the God of all hope. Whatever it is, you, yes, you deliberately, intentionally reject it, break covenant with it so that the love and the life and the light of God can come in mm. to your own heart and in to the relationship. Can we just make a, a heads-up note here, gang? Okay, the holidays are rapidly approaching. Yes, a time for joy, but also, in our experience, a time of a lot of pressure and exhaustion and frayed nerves, right, and burning the candle at both ends and disappointments and, you know, all of this, this whole idea of the enemy getting into your relationship, agreements playing themselves out, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. It might rescue your Christmas. Seriously. Mm -hmm. This conversation may rescue your holidays. We're so grateful that you are listening in to the Ransomed Heart podcast. Again, I'm John Eldridge, and it's just such a joy and an honor to be able to share our thoughts with you and the things that God is teaching us. The book that we've been talking about is Love and War, Finding the Marriage You Dreamed Of. Stacy and I wrote that together, and that comes out next week. We're also going on tour, Stacy and I, in January and February, and um, all kinds of great things going on. So come to loveandwar.net 
for more on the book and to read some of it, to place an order, to get your tickets for the tour, and just to find out more of what's going on on that right now. And join us next time on our podcast. We love being with you.